Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Masks of Nyarlathotep. It was written by Larry Dottilio, Lynn Willis, Mike Mason, Lynn Hardy, Paul Fricker, and Scott Dorward. And it's available from Chaosium. Our game master is Morgan Llewellyn, and this is episode 31. Our recap will be given by Brian Daly as his character, George Charles. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Brian? Chaplain? Last time I wrote you was, uh, well, before I went off on this excursion. Uh, it's been a, it's been quite the trip. Been, well, I'm, I've been beat to hell, stabbed, burnt. Spent a, almost a week out in, out in the uh, African jungle. And that was, uh, that was, that's been the good bits. I'm not sure how much longer I can, uh, keep up with this cockamamie. Wh what would you call this? It, it's crazy. It's insane. But we, we started out from our, uh, our ship, a party of five, and we lost one on the train ride. We uh, gained another, a, a family member of the one we lost, <clears throat> and then we uh, spent some time in Nairobi, heading out, gathering intel. Then we decided we'd uh, make like heroes and run off to the the mountain and stop a cult. And the things we heard, they were well, kidnapping people and children. Well, it, it made me not. Uh, it made me. It made me think that. Well, we were on the righteous path and we couldn't fail. But shit hit the fan hard. Um, I'll spare you the details. Only two of us made it out. Uh, Mr. Fox, his vacant expression still I can still see it. And the sounds, they echo. They're only echoing in between my ears now, but they don't stop. I'll send you another missive uh, shortly. Tell you where you can meet, you can meet us in Australia, I think. Yeah. I think I need to get off this ride. Your friend, George.
All right, so it's George Henry and nobody um, get on the first train that they can find to take them back to Mombasa uh, to get on a ship uh, to go to Australia um, at the ticket office uh, at the port of Mombasa. You are approached um, by a well-dressed man. Uh, he has uh, quite uh, a valise with him, quite a large deal of luggage. Um, and he kind of looks at you with a bit of a recognition. Are you um, by chance um, friends of Octavius Fox? Who's asking? Um, Mandrake Turtleton, a friend of his uh, from Miskatonic University. Um, is he here? Just to clarify, would uh, Fox have told us about Mandrake? I thought he's mentioned. You were told chance. you you contacted uh, the That's lawyer. Right. Yeah. Okay. In New York, and he yeah. told you to look for. Yeah, me. yeah. I just wanted to make sure because otherwise I'd be <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, right. It's a trap. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Mr. Turtleson. Um, Good, because I'm looking for him. I've been I've been traveling trying to catch up with you all. Um, but uh, I stopped receiving any kind of missive from him in the last <laughs> week. Um, please. Um, uh, my name is uh, Nobody McCormack. This is um, ah, associates Mr. Henry uh, and and George. Um, oh, oh, Mr. Slayton, I'd heard that you were in an accident. I can see. Yeah, it was more than just an accident. Listen, um, it's 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 not safe to to speak freely of course. Of course. on the dock here. So let's let's get aboard, uh, get to our quarters, and we can uh, fill you in a bit better, Mandrake. I feel as if something's happened. Uh, we will of talk on board. Yes, yes. So before you get on the ship, uh, I just have to ask, where in Australia would you like to go? So did we... Uh, if you can recall time, back to the clues yeah. you've obtained about it so far. Well, Actually, you, um, we did get something recently. Did you send that on the Discord, Morgan, or the email? I emailed it. So back in New York, uh, the previous investigators, since none of those who were present for that meeting are still alive, uh, there was a professor, a visiting professor from Sydney who was talking about uh, the cult of the sand bat. Right. Oh, Cowles. giving a series of lectures, yes. Professor Cowles. Anthony Cowles. Um, wouldn't Perth probably be the first? Isn't that the closest to Africa? So Perth. Coming across. Aboriginal. Well, they could be, yeah. Anywhere. West, uh, somewhere west of Australia. The songs of the Gidda. Uh, Port Headland. Yeah, well, because uh, I because I did say that I would go through 
um, Fox's stuff because I went through all his paperwork and things. So I would have possibly come across this scrap of paper. So where's Port Hedland? So Derby. So I mean, so major major ports, right? So you get like Darwin. You have yep. Perth, which you mentioned. Darwin's um, up at the top. I bet you that's probably where we, we would probably go across to India and then down Singapore. And maybe Darwin would be the first stop. Perth's on the other end at the bottom. Right. I just don't know how they would get there. And then, yeah, and then Sydney is in the southeast. So it, it would be a matter of. Um, Sydney and Melbourne are the farthest away. Brisbane. Once you farthest. once you reach a port, you can take. Um, there are boats that go around the coast. So uh, well. Uh, so um, possibility of uh, chartering planes. Which one would we have wanted to go to based on the stuff that we had yesterday? Oh, I printed it. Well, the the um. God, what is the capital of Australia at that time? Would it be Sydney? Don't know. So. Of, of, of somebody that, that this team of investigators have met before, or at least in this context, is based out of Sydney. Yeah, where's you, oh, wait, in the it's temple, a dome. in the in the temple in Egypt there was a red gem on the map that was in the middle of Western Australia. Yeah. In within the continent itself. Okay. Right. Where's Dom? Because he's in Australia, isn't he? Correct. Yes. The the, the next Cabrera. Um well, where you guys decide to land, he can travel to meet you. It will take time right. for you to cross the ocean. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go to Sydney because I feel like that's going to be the best hub to be able to charter a plane, um, and then I can fly us to wherever we need to go. Yeah, but we're going all the way around to the farthest end of Australia. In that case. Yeah, but then it could. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna say no to a nice relaxing cruise. Well, Henry's still not fully healed either. I don't think me and George. I, I'm mostly either. healed. I should have just one hit point to go right now. And I'm I'm actually thinking more along the lines of where would the boat go? Where I don't think the boat would go all the way around to Sydney and park. It would probably hit at Perth or Darwin or something along the way. At first, but they they still they still continue. Yeah, if Most, we're going to continue the bulk. Yeah. If you want uh, Sydney, Sydney works. It just takes longer. What? Yeah. And you were talking about flying. We could go into Perth, and then you could fly us. Yeah, well, we, yep. Well, Perth's Perth's at the bottom, though. But that's directly across from us, from Africa. Ah, uh, right. Okay, that's why you wanted to go there. Um, yeah, no, all right. We'll go. We'll go to Perth. Um, Dom can meet us there, and we can charter a plane. Great. We find so, Dom standing. That... I'm sorry. I was going to say, Henry, when we calculated your hit point recovery, that is going to be your level once you reach Australia. So at this point, you're still pretty injured. Yeah, because it's, it's uh, yeah, one one a week uh, until I get to half damage. Yeah, got it. Cool. Capital of Australia is Canberra. 
Canberra. How many? Yep. How many weeks is the trip to Perth? The trip to Perth is about a week. I believe. Yeah. Okay. And it's probably not a luxury liner. <laughs> no. So I'm. Uh, I really left my luggage back in mm -hmm. Africa. We need to go back. <laughs> no. And there's uh, no another hit point. Line. And another hit point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, so, as it turns out, the closest port by the look, I mean, to be fair, Port Headlands is quite literally a port. Um, but um, Perth is the most, the biggest major city. So, good we'll choice. Prob we'll probably be assuming, uh, this is up to the GM, of course, but we'll probably be assuming that there's things available in each one of those. <laughs> What, yeah. Tom? What do you what do you think this is? <laughs> Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Well, it's not Bangor. It's not like I have a book that has a list of all the cities you might go to and what oh, happens to you there. What are you talking about? I don't. You can just walk across Australia, right? It's just a little round. Oh yeah, island. it's fine. Tiny, really tiny. And here, sometimes they call it New Zealand. It's a fun second name they have for Australia. I mean. And to ride, uh, it does Kangaroos. get stretched. It does get stretched out on the the uh, the flat maps. But but you can ride in the pouches of the kangaroos. And they can That's right. Yeah, you get you get in the pink mm, yeah. kangaroo pouch and it just hops. Ooh, across. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just or just ride an emu. Mm -hmm. Very friendly. All right. Can we make Zane squirm anymore, or you know, uh... so Perth. Yep. So, assume on the voyage over there, you fill in a turtleton. Yeah, we, uh, the, well, like, and I uh, already know a great deal now. We so, found foxes dead. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Not dead, but lost. That's that's a terrible shame. Obviously, the things that you've been dealing with are pretty awful. Say at least. Well, I I hope that my knowledge comes in handy as we go. Um, not sure. I'm not quite the. Uh, Speaking of your rifle of your knowledge, you might be yes. Turtleton. What what exactly is it that you you do? Well, I'm a rare book collector, and I've worked with um, Henry Armitage at the uh, library at Miskatonic. Uh, I was familiar with Fox, of course. Um, he sent me a whole uh, heap load, if you will, of items uh, to go over. He's been sending me stuff ever since he started this little adventure. Um, we're going to have to open practically a museum for all the artwork he sent to his own uh, home. Uh, it's, if, it's the, uh, if it's the artwork that's... Uh... That they told us about. I don't think we should put that on display. Well, it's quite disturbing, yes. yes. But uh, I sometimes feel that you can um, diffuse these strange things by making them common. It's the fear of them being so forbidden that uh, that makes it uh, so so dangerous. Um, for instance, there's quite a few tomes that he's sent back. Um, some of them I'd already read. Some of them I hadn't read, but. Uh, I peruse through them, and one just has to take one good look at them and go, do, 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 do. Not going to. Right. 
it sounds like his folly may have been that he played around with magic too much. And as my experience, magic is not a good thing at all. One, one thing to, to really understand, I'm not sure if Fox expressed this to you, that this is not an idle endeavor. Um, what we're encountering is spreading and growing and is not going to stay content just staying in their small space. They mean to do humanity wrong. Yes. We've already um, lost 10 lives. This, this, uh, it, it sometimes it's difficult to separate reality from academia. Uh, but the truth is, it's not the first time that this crawling chaos, this uh, uh, Nihilathotep, this dark pharaoh, has been fiddling with humanity. Um, I'm hoping that, that the most you'll be able to do, you'll probably all die, but you'll probably, we'll probably be able to at least throw him off for a bit. You... So you actually have heard this name outside of what Fox has expressed to you? This yes, I, well, I... outside of it, as I say, I'm very well read. Uh, of course, it's mythology, and uh, Fox was claiming that you've actually encountered it directly. Whatever it is, it's, it seems to like screwing with the human race. Probably do you know of, uh, do you know anything about what we're about to walk into the, Not the cult of the sand bats and I I wanted to do some research on it but uh, um, I, I I the only thing I could come up with was uh, these references uh, to a let's see if I can pull it up uh, let's see. A, uh, a fellow named Cowles. Yes, yeah. He yes. Uh, he was the one that was doing the talk on them. Uh, I believe Fox met with him even uh, briefly in Arkham. Um, we uh, All yeah. we know is that uh, we need to head to Port Headland um, and... Uh, a name connected with that is Arthur Arthur McQueer. Arthur McQueer, yes, um, yes. It's it's all you know. There's there's a lot of mythologies out there, and some of them are. I mean, you can assume that some of them are based in something factual. Um, mm. The sand bat and the uh, rainbow snake. Um, but that's about all. I probably don't know any more than you do at this point. It's not something well, you can easily research. Once we get to Perth, I'm I'm going to try and charter a plane for us or some form of transport. You're it a might pilot. be worth um, um, it might be worth if if some of us go and maybe try and do some research at the local library or something in Perth. There must be some way of the university. Yeah, I've never maybe. been to Perth. Is there is there is there a university there? Would there they have is. a substantial library? The University of Western Australia is in Perth. We can try there's, that. There's also a significant uh, um, a university in Melbourne, I believe. But that, that's, that's clear. Melbourne's a, a, it's a pretty big hike. I mean, I could fly us there 
once we've got the plane sorted, but it is a de- it's the other side of the strata. Yeah, that's a tremendous amount of distance. Well, um, I mean, but as you uh, said, if it's if they're based on myth, you might be able to find the myths and research the myths, and that might be able to assist us. It's, it's probably more likely to find some research on them there in Australia mm-hmm. itself. Uh, there's there's damn little in uh, Miskatonic, and they have a very extensive um, occult research. Uh, mm. um, we might, uh, my recommendations are always to find as much information as we possibly can before we go in and do anything. I think oh, uh, you may yeah, have learned some of that the hard way. Exactly, we have. Um, we shouldn't have been at that bloody mountain, that's for sure. Um, but yes, I agree. Like, do do a look into this the sandbag, look into this Arthur McWear fellow, see what we can find out about him. Um, I'll I'll tell you one thing that disturbs me more than anything else, and that is that all of these cults seem to be connected in some way. I mean, you expect to find witches in Salem doing things and you expect to find you know other cults in other places the witchy grub tribe doing this and that but these all seem to have some strong connection to one another well that's true because we've we've encountered the bloody tongue the the, the, the black pharaoh um, all of them Sorry? All, all of them seem to be tied, including the uh, the expedition a few years ago you made to, uh, uh, was it Peru? Yes. Well, we, none of us did, but the original oh. party that started this, yeah, they, they, um, that's right. They went there <laughs> I remember and, Fox um, and Fred, Frederick uh, chatted about that. Fox told me about that, yes. Um, but what's going on? That's when, what I want to know. Is what's Henry, going when, on? Henry, when you were in England, there was talk about the, the, the guy there stole something from the the group in Egypt. Cap again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, oh, what was his name? Yeah, I, I, I recall that. I vaguely recall that. Was now. that the, uh, we, the fellow in here's Egypt? Here's the other thing um, we've got to keep in mind is we left the cult intact in Egypt. We didn't, we weren't able to really take any of them out. So, well, in a way, you've left the cult intact everywhere you've gone. You've killed the leader. Well, but yeah. Then somebody we steps some, up to become a leader. Yeah, we, we did some pretty good, well, they did some pretty good damage in, in New York and in Fun. England, not, not without the loss of lives, unfortunately, on our side, but. They, they dealt a blow, but um, it was really Egypt that was the turning point. That was when the, the cult started to overpower and, and get the, 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 the foot up on us. I think that we need to try to figure out what they're up to. What's the connection between them all? And why are they all... Why was Jackson Elias, um, a man I never met, why was he involved with all of these people? And why were they all involved with one another? Is it so? The one we met in the temple, 
George. Um, no, George wasn't there. It was uh, it was me and Henry. That that was that was Nala Hotel. Yeah, that was yeah identified. What if? Because there was the, the the brotherhood of the of the Black Pharaoh, which were the the ones in England, and and the ones in Egypt. They were they were following the same cult. What if this Nalahotep fellow is is the is this Black Pharaoh? Oh, I think that's a good good guess. Yes. Yeah, it does seem like they are connected in in, in sort of an underlying way. But They're then, as you say, the, this uh, the the one this woman in Africa. Who started this entire expedition for for the Carlisle in Weru? She was praising the was it the bloody tongue? That was the one she was. That's who we've just encountered in Africa, yeah, right? That's right. The bloody tongue. This is yeah. Yeah, and they were also the ones that um, that our original compatriots dealt with in New York with the bloody tongue, gentlemen. It might sound ridiculous to you, but I do believe that there are things that we don't understand and things, things that are out there, things that are malevolent. And I've been convinced by some of this that there is an entity, a thing, uh, we don't know what it is, calls itself a god, and it's behind all of these. I, I don't believe it's a god. Mm. God's a silly idea, but it's something. It's something alien and malevolent that is taking great pleasure in bringing mayhem i think i think you're onto something i think it's sort of like it, it, different cultures have different names for the same thing thing so so what if as you say this this black pharaoh is it's he's it's the exact same thing as the bloody tongue and it's the exact same thing as the Nalahotep or the the Sandbat, whatever we're going in. What if it is the same thing and they're just the different cultures um, worship it and 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 so on and so forth in a different way? Yeah, I think that that's very possible. Um, of course, it's also possible that we'll run into things to, that are just mythology. But yeah, yeah. more important than to identifying it is to identify what the hell it's up to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, also, there's something we haven't told you, Turtleton. Um, and this this has been this is both uh, another quite large hurdle that we're going to have to deal with. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, definitely a, a factor. Uh, once we get to Australia, you're going to meet a um, a man who goes by the name of Cabrera. Ah. You know, I've read a great deal about the Cabreras. They're quite yeah, well, an unlucky family. Yeah, we're, 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 we're obviously on our normal mission, but that mission seems to have coincided with wiping their entire family out. Um, My guess is your Cabrera in, in Australia has gone there because he doesn't want to be anywhere near any other Cabreras. That's like putting lightning in a bottle. Well, I, I just hope he's smarter than his cousin. Um, his cousin couldn't speak English, which was tiresome. Well, their intelligence doesn't have anything to do with it. They're under some sort of 
curse if you believe in that sort of thing. But if we do get ourselves into some sort of uh, situation where there's a gunfight or something like that, just don't stand near him, okay? Just... Uh, agreed, yes. Yeah. Six meter distance. Let's social distancing from... I, I, I wouldn't suggest that you use him as a shield either. No, 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 no. <laughs> He'd be a terrible shield. <laughs> ah, well, good luck to us all. Amen. So what, so during your, your voyage to Perth, what are each of you up to on the ship? I'm reading. Yeah, Keeping a keen eye out for anyone that looks like they're being a bit too nosy about us. Subtly, As though. I said, I was, um, I was studying the Fox's books and manuscripts and everything, so I was up to date on uh, everything. Cleaning my uh, 38 revolver, my M1911, and both knives. George? Uh, resting as best I can. And if I, if I need a short stint of exercise, I'll go out and see if anyone's fishing off the deck or cast a line or two myself. Okay, so, so George is spending his time fishing and relaxing. So you get to regain, just say, 1d6 sanity. As you use this time to clear your head. Henry, you are so paranoid that you probably are on the border of actually losing a point of sanity, um, scouring every corner of the ship for suspicious individuals. Well, well not, not scouring. I'm just, you know, just keeping an eye out, making sure no one's poking their nose into our stuff while I'm resting. Scouring with a Brillo pad. Ship is spotless. <laughs> and Mandrake hasn't lost any sanity. Um, yeah, point. And <laughs> nobody. Uh, yeah. Has... Which of the books in your possession are you reading? Oh, what did uh, what did men, um, Fox have? Uh, the Necronomicon. <laughs> um... It depends on if you can read the Arabic. Oh yeah, I can't. What's uh, what can I read? Um, I can read Latin and English. What are my choices? I don't know. I, th I think most of the other... We have a couple of other books, but we sent those back. Yes, yeah. only you kept hold of the Necronomicon. In that case, since I can't read anything, um, I'd probably just, yeah, sleep and um, just kind of prepare um kind of work out a game i might bring up some maps and kind of work out like which how i'm gonna fly um the best way to get stopovers and that kind of thing to fuel up if i need be and that kind of thing okay spend your time doing that you can recover 1d4 points of sanity right. And with that, you arrive in Perth. Oh, there it is. Hello, Perth. Why couldn't we go someplace that's got bloody better temperature? God. 
Hey, well, you are you are here. Uh, you arrive on June first, so you're heading into Australian winter. So it's yeah. not as miserably hot <laughs> as it might otherwise be. <sighs> Still terrible, though. Yeah, yeah. Where are the kangaroos? They'll be in the outback. You might see occasionally somewhere on the outskirts. There is a zoo in Perth. When, oh my god. I've seen them in a zoo. It's like seeing a bear in the zoo. Nobody wants to see a bear in the zoo. Alright, um, let's find a hotel, I think. Uh, we're not going to leave Perth straight away, so we might as well uh, try and find some digs. Uh, and we're going to find... Um, uh, I'm gonna look out into the crowd once we get off the uh, um, the like the train station, um, and I'm gonna look for uh, anyone that might appear Spanish uh, and look kind of similar look to any of the Cabreras that we've already met. Before we get off the the ship, though, I, I say something. We have a small advantage. Unless there's somebody on this ship who's been watching us, I'm a total stranger to this. Mm. Um, we could only meet in secret, and I could remain separated from you. Uh, Though they a, did see us, they, they possibly saw us in Africa together. Possibly. When you came to us on the... Oh, look, try... Like we're very paranoid. We're we're assuming that they're watching us at all times. <laughs> I was just going to say we might have a little bit of an advantage if I'm a secret, but we uh, did we did try that in in Africa. We split up the party and had um, uh, Cabrera and Charles kind of keep keep their distance from us, but um, it didn't pan out. All right, never mind. It's pretty. Uh, I'll stay close to you. You look like you can fight. Me? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm okay. And Mr. Slate, so, he's got a gun. Yes, he does. <laughs> so on, to get to Perth, you first, the ship actually um, docks at the port of Fermantle. And from there, waiting for you, leaning up against a car uh, you find the next Cabrera Hola Como estas? Oh Hi, good day gents Thank um, Christ, oh Jesus I'm here for Fox I guess Well we're that party. Unfortunately, Mr. Fox didn't survive. Oh, damn it. Well, I have my I have my Jeep. I don't really trust to be a public transport around here. That's a, that's a, that's a very wise of you. Yeah. By the way, he has you, you will see there is a dead rue in the back of his Jeep. <laughs> just hidden under. You will that, just that's, see. Um... That's lunch. Are you based in Perth? Uh, I go wherever I go. I okay. travel around a bit. I don't have one set location. I spent a lot of time with the Aboriginal, uh, Aboriginal people, and you know, well, I do a bit of hunting. Handy. Can you speak any of their languages? 
Uh, I have managed to learn a bit of a native sign language. Okay, uh, they speak, know? yes, and I know some of one of their dialects. It's a little, it's a bit complicated, but I, I know a little bit. Well, um... Oh, I, I'm Domingo Cabrera, by the way. You can call me Dom. Dom, nice to meet you. Henry Slayton. Nice to, uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Well, I know my way, especially around the wasteland, as I like to call it. <laughs> so I, I can act as a little bit of a tour guide for you, gentlemen. But... I think we were we're thinking you're heading into Perth and finding some digs, and um, then we'll um, we want to possibly go look at the library or university or something along those lines and i need to charter a plane a uh, plane um you should be able to find someone uh you get a few planes around here he, he looks up nervously like <laughs> um but yes anyway uh, i can take you to somewhere it's probably not the best place to sleep but it will be and nice enough. You won't find many good hotels or that. Well, in my circumstances, anyway. I'm not one for fancy uh, digs. Fair enough. So we'll all pile in his Jeep. And... Uh, is there room with the dead room? It just be, be careful. You can just move it to one side. It will be fine. I guess right. sitting in the front. Is the uh, is <laughs> how like how how long has the uh, kangaroo been dead? Uh, probably a an, a couple of hours, maybe. Oh, okay, Either so it's still now. so it's still nice, soft, and squishy. So yeah, yeah I'll I'll lean up against that and use it as padding. There's there's no bulls here in this part of uh, this part of Australia, are there? Uh, well. I came into contact with one once, and he pulls up his shirt and shows you a scar. Dear God. Yes. It's very dusty. They call me the Lucky Cabrera, you see. Ha! 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 Well, let's, let's get it over with, please. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I'm... I'm keeping an eye out. I'm looking, looking around, making sure nothing yeah. bizarre. So I think Mandrake's in front, as far away from the uh, the Rue as he can possibly get, and me, Henry, and Ch uh, uh, George are in the in the back seat. It's too very dusty. Yep. <laughs> yes. So I I grunt so very audibly um, with every every bump in the road. Yeah, I'm still so very most hurt. of the 17 miles. So, Mr. Cabrera, are you a criminal? <laughs> hey, no, no, uh, no. I'm, I'm actually a professor of folklore from the Miskatonic University. <laughs> you are. Yes, I came here. I've been here two years, maybe now. I thought that you looked a little familiar. Um. Because uh, I'm, I'm at the library half the time. Um, oh, yes, I spent many a time there for. Oh, well, that's good to know that somebody from Miskatonic is here as well. I'm glad to yes. meet you. Uh, 
Glad to meet you too, but yes, this place, uh, I see, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm a little bit grufty. I don't stay in one place for very long. Living in a place completely surrounded by criminals, so I, I guess you have adapted. Yes. When you get passed over bugs in the, uh, the wasteland, uh, it becomes a charming place. I'm sure. I haven't been across. I haven't been across to that cursed island across the way. I think they call it Zealand or something like that. Huh. Um. I I, I believe uh, Mr. George has fallen out of the uh, the car. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we probably we, never uh... gets. <laughs> We, we still have like about 30 some odd thousand of our 40,000 that we were given as a group collectively, correct? Something like that? Oh yeah, not, and we have not well, touched I'm, the funds yet. Yeah, because okay, Fox, so, Fox was paying for everything, so. So we still are well-funded even with Fox not with us. In this. Well, it depends, oh, yeah. did Fox leave all of his money to us? <laughs> It wouldn't. It would. It would be months and months before it went through probate and yeah, that's true. all of yeah. that anyway. But all right. So yeah, we'll, um, as I said, we'll we'll get to whatever the wall kind of motel dive place that Dom wants to go to. Yeah. So you you find this little uh, rundown place on the outskirts of Perth, and it would. Uh, when Dom pulls in, you are the only ones in the parking lot out front. They have a parking lot. From a from a, a protective standpoint, if we were to say have a a similar occurrence as to what happened to us in Egypt, would there be much protection in this place against fire? Monsters that come down from the sky? No. That's going to be true of everywhere that you stay, or could possibly stay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a pool? <laughs> Sorry. No. I was just thinking more of like pool. a more, more populated could be. Is possibly. there a fallout shelter? I, I don't, I don't think that the, Yes. I don't, I don't think the fire monsters care if there are people around. Right, let's get oh. in. It's, here uh, we are, gentlemen. Well, I, I, I hope that we took, you know, care on the way here to make sure nobody was following us. Yeah, I keep an eye out. I, pro I probably took like yeah. a, I, a back there. Bit there, and... there is a lot of there is a lot of traffic going between Perth um, and Fremantle, um, but as far as you can tell, there's like no cars follow you down these roads to where you are now. Now we're going to need at least three rooms, I think. Um, Why well, I don't take up too to much switch. space and I, I'm, I'm no trouble. I read. I will just warn you, gentlemen. You would... These will be bare bones. This isn't like your fancy uh, your fancy hotels. Uh, I was I, in the war, so 
Yeah, that's fine. Trenches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> it's not a it's not a trench. This yeah. is damn sight luxury, my dude. <laughs> good, so good. I'll I'll make quick uh, familiarity with the surroundings of out back of the hotel, any alleyways. Like I just want to be familiar with where we are situated. So where where you are, you are. Um, you're isolated from where it kind of heads off out into the desert. Um, there's a lot of new construction at Perth that you kind of passed, so suburbs are sprawling out everywhere at this point. So you're kind of nestled um, in this small little business area in a suburb. So lots of lots of houses, lots of small businesses. Well. The first order of business is to get the rooms in order. Um, I'm if it needs cleaning, I'm going to clean it, and if it, uh, I need to be able to hang up my clothing and uh, carefully put it into any drawers that are there in the proper order, because yeah. an orderly room is what an orderly time mind. It's cleaning uh, time. At the time. Well, you find, uh, Turtleton, that your room consists pretty much of a bed, uh, a small little table, um, and is, a wardrobe. Is the bed well made, or does it need to be taken apart? And I don't mean literally. I mean the bed sheets. They need to be nice. You should be able to spring a coin off of the... <laughs> yeah, it takes... They're probably not in that condition. They are now. But you can, yes, they will be. They will be very soon. I'll do oh, that to everybody's bed. <laughs> uh, you you arrived uh, from off the ship in the morning. So it's probably early afternoon by this point. All right. So probably not much point in heading into town now and, and uh, doing the university and all those sorts of things. Let's, let's rest up after our journey. And then we'll head out bright and, bright and early in the morning. We'll head out back into into main Perth, and we can uh, we need to decide who's going to do what. So we there's, we we uh, Dom and, and and Turtleton just so you guys know we we have a rule we don't go anywhere by ourselves. We, Probably we, wise. Yeah, we 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 always go at least with one other person. So uh, who wants to come? Uh, with me and organize the plane and supplies uh, and all that kind of thing to go out. Um, and who wants to um, go with uh, Mandrake uh, to the university and possibly do some research into what we might be going up against? Um, I think uh, probably Dom, that's a good call for you if you do folklore. Yes, uh, I could do that, but I also might be a bit handy helping you as well with the supplies. See, you said organize, and I really like to organize things. Uh, but that might be more use at the, uh, you know, I have popped in uh, every so often, so. It I'm doesn't matter, I'll reorganize that. afterwards anyway, so. Well, I can drop people off wherever they need to be, but I'll go with Mandrake then. To be, uh, Henry, George, what would you guys like to do? Well, I'm not sure how much I can uh, I can lift right now. All right, you you go with Mandrake and 
and Dom and give them back up. And Henry, you, you come with me with the plane and the supplies. Nobody. Yeah. Right. Is there a place to get a bite to eat around here? Does this hotel have a little, oh, little cafe? Yeah. We're having yes, from what I understand, they pile all the food onto the same plate. I don't know if in Australia, I don't know if they did have road, because I don't know if they did have roadside. But, there's a, but, there's a kangaroo in the back. There is my room, yeah. Uh, what have there, a kangaroo is there a burger? Texas Roadhouse grill around here? Don't have well, a kitchen in the. I I have room. my roux and I have my uh, cooking utensils. I can cook you up a nice roux steak. Uh, yeah, so I'm ready that, for a meal right? right about now. That, that could be nice. All right. I'll, I'll help you. I'll I'll help you set up the fire and the the spit and everything. Take a quick shower and then uh, meet you down there and help prepare. Do it. Do we dig a hole in the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> did we check in with anyone, or did we literally just like park up and go to a room? <laughs> no, you would you would have checked in to get additional. <laughs> Look, if you if you don't check in, then then Nor just... Norman Bates the Norman Bates don't know you're there. Isn't isn't cooking the roux going to take a while? Um, perhaps you should stay and cook. Mr. Slayton could come with me. Yeah. Well, we're where not going. going. Where are you going? To the library. <laughs> we're doing that tomorrow. Oh, I'm we're sorry. We're going early tomorrow, yeah. Well, then, what were my choices? Can I come and help organize? You can organize the organs? <laughs> so, today, all we're going to do right now is we're going to unpack, well, not unpack, but Rest up a bit, find some food, and um, and then tomorrow bright and early, you're going to go to the university with Dom and George, and me and Henry are going to go organize the plane and the supplies. Yes, I will drop Henry and nobody off at a, a location that will be central for them. So. All right. All right. Then I know what I'm going to do. Gonna Feels be. good to get these bandages finally off completely. <laughs> Let's take ah. a look at. Uh, look, I'll, I'll probably have a look at Henry's and, and George's wounds and a bit of my own as well, just to kind of see how things are coming along. Yeah, I'm gonna cook. Oops, I'm gonna sort out my roux and uh, make sure it's all nice and good to go. And I'm I've got some potatoes that I left to one side that I had in the back. I'm gonna make some mashed potatoes in my little pot. I'm a very now, now, when you say when you say cookaroo, is that with two O's or an X? <laughs> ah, because we we could probably do both. <laughs> well, we can do both. <laughs> yeah, you can use this. Uh, being a, a good Brit, I always carry some of this with me, and I pull out of uh, a, a thing of brown sauce. <laughs> <laughs> This is this has been traveling with me since we left that, England. It's probably they, been they uh, didn't they didn't take uh, it off your person. Lesson since you're at Stanton, can you? <laughs> it, it stayed and with you in the cage. Imprisoned in Kenya, yeah. just drinking his brown sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so, so you so you guys cook up your nice home <laughs> homemade kangaroo meal um 
and the rest of the night passes uneventfully. You are complete. You are left completely undisturbed. Oh, it's pretty gamey, isn't it? It's delicious. It doesn't yeah. taste like chicken. You haven't you haven't tried uh, sage-fed deer, have you? Beer? Deer. Oh, sage-fed <laughs> deer. You know, you know what sagebrush looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You know how actually they, I do have. You know how they smell? No. Well, they smell awful, <laughs> and uh, sage-fed deer tastes exactly like that Ooh. smells. So no, oh. this this ain't gamey. Well, gentlemen, I hope you like that. That's kind of what I eat, and various other things around here. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's rest up. Um, how long a drive is it into the main part of uh, Perth? Twenty minutes. Okay. Let's let's head out pretty early. Uh, what do you guys reckon? Um, up at up at six. Well, nothing's going to open until perhaps nine. How long right. is it going to take us? Twenty minutes to get in there. I just thought like the early bird catches the worm. That's right. If you guys want to leave at nine, that's okay. The, the yes. university library, um, its hours are not going to be quite so extensive. Most of the students are. June is a kind of between semesters, but it will still it'll be open probably around 11. Did anybody bring any toothpaste? Oh, yeah. You know, I think I, I think I left mine in Kenya. Oh, I've got this paste. It's probably, it's probably not on the... Uh, hmm? Yeah, I, I have a little pot of random paste that I've been mm-hmm. using. You can try this. I don't know what it is. Some it's, it's quite all right. I'll, I'll make do. I'll see if I can find some like, paste. Like, like uh, actual, well, like actual think... paste, like Elmer's. Oh no! What's the date? Like a, it's Sorry, like, it's like a the meaty first of June, correct? Yeah, the, June, the date is June second. Yeah, June second. Yeah, uh, school, school's still in in Australia. University's still in in Oz. That's right. Seasons are all sorts of whack. Yeah. Um, So, so the the university library would. Well, there you go. So the university library that would be open pretty early in the morning for all them students. Excellent. Um, Yeah. No, New Zealand and Australia have really weird scheduling. Are you people being in another hemisphere? What the heck? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Your seasons right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, as you say, so Don was going to drop me and Henry somewhere central Perth. Yeah. Um, somewhere close to where I would know someone who maybe had to get you a plane or whatever. So somewhere close. And so, yeah, there, I mean, there, are, the there are travel agencies here. Um, uh, right, are, yeah. There's the private airport. Um, cool. Before heading out of the um, hotel, I'd like to just grab a local map so I could, you know, if it gets separated, want to be able to traverse Perth in the vicinity easily. Yeah, that's fairly easy to do. 
I can mark nice. locations. I can mark some like location, maybe even where yeah. tribes are rather it not even in Perth, but just in general where some Aboriginal tribes are and some notable locations that I know of are. I don't know what they would be, but <laughs> Okay. Do we uh do we know the uh, firearm laws of uh, 1920s yes. Australia? All your, oh, yes. your guns, when you enter the country, are, are confiscated from you. And they held them. They forced you, essentially, to all buy permits. Well, I already had a permit. Oh, though. yeah. OK, yeah. You are permitted. Yeah. Yeah, so we, it's yeah. it's not that big of a, of a deal. If they searched oh. your bags and found them, then they would have just held them and buy, hey, buy a permit. And then you would okay. purchase a permit. Oh, when, when I, I first met like, We just have no weapons. You, you, yeah. you, you can't be carrying them around populated areas. That's going to get you into trouble. But Yeah, we're not holstered outside dangling. Yeah, right. yeah you're not walking my, around with a shotgun down the street. Yeah. My Lee Enfield was in the back of my Jeep. So. Yeah, they're, they don't all that much if you're um, if you're European if you're trying to save the world it's okay it's okay you get a pass I was thinking could we could we <laughs> by chance get could we by chance get two maps and you can write your locations on one of them but we'll keep the other map without any marks on it. Yes, I have, I have a few maps. I, I probably have a couple of maps on me anyway. I have my rambling map, and then I probably have a spare map. All right, well, I'll put the other map into my... Let me take a look at my... your rambling map. Oh, here's, here's, my ra here's my rambling map. It's literally just got little random bits of nonsense that make no sense on it. Is it a sand? The sand shack to look at the, no. the wandering map. I don't think so. What, what was your yeah. plan, Turpleton, with the maps? Well, he could write all over one of them, but I want to keep other the other one pristine, to, you know, just in case. For well, like a souvenir. Yeah. So there's my rambling map. There's the one that I marked for Slayton, and then there's the clean one. One never knows. I, I'll put this one where it won't get damaged. You know, my my uh my mother always said to me to always wear clean underwear because you didn't want to be in an accident and then be caught in, in uh dirty underwear. So I totally get about having a having a clean map on you. I think yeah. what you mean is that your mother occasionally said that to you. She didn't always say that to you. Oh, that would be a rather strange thing to say to you every single time she spoke with you, unless you have a. <laughs> does does the hotel bedroom have a phone? Do we have a phone in our no. room? This is a dingy ass <laughs> motel, man. Okay. Does the hotel have a phone number? Did Australia have yeah. phones? <laughs> You're lucky your night, hotel room has a bed. In the 1920s, <laughs> it's all yes. to to talk to other cities. It's all over Telegram. Yeah. The so, so the hotel doesn't not. have a phone. They use carrier ravens. Yeah. No, a lot of the it's. I mean, it's rapidly expanding, so they're putting things like that in. But at this point, got it. Carry a, a kookaburra, mate. It's probably the same thing. There's there's a, a phone down in the lobby. 
And if there's you no want, lobby, we're we're in a shitty motel. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still there, a place where they have to take money, and I there's think, no I think we're for the hotel. I think we're parked in the lobby. <laughs> There'll be a phone at the Finding, Obtaining a phone to use is 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 simple. You you can't. Who are you trying to contact? Okay, so like if I was trying to call anyone at our room later, would there be a number to call for like the lobby? You you could reach you could reach the hotel. Okay. Welcome to Australia. <laughs> Got it. I'll jot the I'll jot the phone number down, whatever it is, so I can call back and I'll do it in code, like you know, I'll I'll jot the number down one number preceding the actual number. So if it's like one, two, three, I'll write down zero, one, two, write that. If you want a, if you want a decent phone lines, you, you went, you should have gone to New Zealand. <laughs> I just, in case I get separated. You can't go to places to... that are made up, Zane. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. You can't go to Narnia, you can't go to Middle Earth, and you can't go to New Zealand. There are no imaginary locations in Call of Cthulhu. Hillary. Um, where is Old Zealand? I think it's in Switzerland. That's very interesting. Well, thanks, Dom, for sharing the uh, the uh, kangaroo there. It was delicious. That's fine. Uh, also, when you're back in my Jeep, don't mind the didgeridoo in the back. But you, you, you know, Dom, um, shock absorbers have been standard issue on, on vehicles for the last 30 years. I think you really should um, invest in some. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll I'm good. I am good. I get what I get from A to B. <laughs> Nothing breaks on me some of the time. All right, McCormick. Okay, I'm ready when you are. All right. All right so we're, uh, we're gonna st we'll start with Slayton and nobody on their quest to find a plane. So you're dropped off, kind of in the center of town, oh, um, as the others head on to the university. Um, so first thing me and Henry are so, going to do, because we're paranoid as hell, is we're going to do a quick uh, survey around, see if uh, there's anyone kind of taking a particular interest in uh, in the two of us. Um, probably we'd, we'd sit down at a at a local coffee shop or something and kind of have a have a drink and just sort of you know make sure there's no one watching us before we do anything else. Okay, give me a spot hidden. That's going to be a 26. 23. That's a hard. I've got a regular. Not a single soul cares that you're there. Epic. That's what we wanted to hear. People, people passing you on the street don't even give you a passing glance. Nobody. All right. nobody so cares. once we've uh, finished our, um, our drinks, we'll go and find the uh, closest, um, as you say, uh, travel agent or... Um, at least try and work out where we'd be able to to get a plane, um, high, high, charter a plane, as it hire a plane out and and get supplies for the out, uh, for a trip to the outback. 
Okay, so you you find a nice, uh, well-established travel agency. Um, there's a secretary kind of seated at the front, um, and she uh, works up and she says, "Oh, can I help you, gentlemen?" Uh, yes, you. we. Uh, how are you? Um, we are uh, travelers um, who are planning a, a trip out to the outback. Um, and we are in need of a plane and uh, obviously some supplies for a group of five uh, to, to go go out. Oh, well, uh, depending on your, your needs, you kind of like, uh, from her desk, she pulled out like a brochure. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, well, to, to hire one of our pilots to take you, uh, out into the desert. That's, uh, if you can see here, this is kind of our wilderness package. Um, we also offer uh, ways to travel uh, between the major cities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit uh, more luxurious and exhilarating than a uh, than a boat trip, but uh, we'll get you there much faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much without the pilot? Yeah, like rent. rent uh... Uh, without the pilot. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pilot. I have all my uh, licenses she... and forms and RAF. Uh, one, one moment. Um, and she, she stands up and she goes, goes to a back office. Um, and she returns. Um, kind of this older man. Uh, he's got a little like Coke glasses, uh, Coke bottle glasses and kind of, looks at you and he says, uh, so you're looking to, you want a plane and not a pilot? Yes, correct. Uh, I'm uh, traveling with a group. They've hired me um, as their pilot. Um, and so we're, we're getting the, all the supplies and whatnot together for the, uh, the trip out. Um, it was just cheaper, we thought, to just hire the plane here instead of bringing one over from uh, Old Blighty. Give me a, uh, both of you can give me a credit rating. Sure, I'm 30, I think. I'm 50. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, 99. 19. <laughs> I got 19 out of 50. Okay, and now you can give me a, per, a, a persuade with no penalty, because. Persuade's 40. He's taking you seriously. Um, Thirteen, like super dirt poor. So that's a hard pass. Thirteen. Okay. So he says, "Well, did I break up there for a second? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he asked how long you intend to charter a plane. Ooh. Uh, look. Um. Cool. Uh, Henry, what do you reckon? Uh, being on the stage, how, how long would you say um, if uh, I've looked at the maps um, and things um, for, for a trip out? Uh, uh, we're thinking about using Port Headland as, as our base um, and then doing going out into the into the outback uh, ever so often. Do you reckon uh, a week is, is enough time to sort of do that and do a proper... I'm sure you've heard of... Um, 
of, of Octavius Fox. He's quite a well-known uh, 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 man from, uh, from New York. He's a philanthropist. Uh, can't say I have. Sorry. Well, it's 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 he's charting the the expedition. He's uh, uh we're kind of doing the 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 pre setup out there before he he and his folks uh travel over. They're coming from the uh, uh what's the name of that the the the, uh, the university they're all working for Henry the starts with an M. Oh yeah, Miss Miss Katonic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's they they it's all through them. For also my cash on hand, I'll just sort of within sight, but sort of try to keep it hidden. I'll, I'm going to thumb through a small stack of 50s. Look, if you're very, if you're serious about having a, uh, a plane for a long period of time, uh, we have some older models um, that we're looking to Get rid of it if you're interested in purchasing oh. one. That could be arranged. Yeah, that... um, I I would not feel comfortable with signing a, a lengthy contract. Uh, totally appreciate that. Of such an open-ended nature, yeah. you must understand. So, of course, what are what are uh, what are we talking about with the the ones for purchase? What are you said they're a bit older. Um, we need enough uh, space for at least five passengers and uh, and all the cargo and 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 so on and so forth. Well, these are all older mail carrying planes. Uh, they ah, should be yeah. able to, to, to fit your passengers just fine, but uh, mm. any serious equipment, uh, you need more than one. Um, but I'm That's sure you fine. already knew that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what are we talking price-wise? A lot, but you have the uh, the funds that yeah. Jackson Hawaii set up at disposal. So it's not a problem uh, for you to purchase a plane. All right. Um, so the rest well, of your I day think... is going to be pretty much spent yeah, wiring to ready. New York and then wiring back yeah. and getting banked. So. And then, as you say, uh, going and collecting all the... I will have got Dom to write me a list of... And probably George, to be honest, a list of things that we would need to survive in the outback. So like tents and food, that kind of stuff, so I can make sure we were well stocked up. Yeah, I would have definitely... Dynamite. Because... Blasting caps. Blasting caps. <laughs> I I tend to I have camped out there and obviously lived with some. Yeah, of so I would I would have had you so. make write me. So up. yeah, so you guys get yourselves prepared. So Dom, George, and Turtleton. What are you up to at the university? I was reading the library. No, here we are. All right. Um, well, we wanted to see if we could find anything on the myth of the rainbow serpent and the sand bat. Okay, can I get a library, please? Sure. Oh, yes, I'll be looking as well to help Mandry. I got a. I failed. These perfect books are not quite what I expected. I got fifty on fifty. The library use. Okay, so you, if you gentlemen can give me a location, I can go look at uh, geographical features of the area. What this boils down to is you find plenty of stuff about this rainbow serpent. Um, it's an aboriginal god um, of life. 
Um, there's plenty of folklore and kind of myth books, textbooks, those like, sorts of things about Aboriginal culture. As far as the sand bat is concerned, you can only find a passing reference to a book, a textbook that was written by Professor Anthony Cowles of Sydney University um, of the obscure myths of the Aborigine people, um, but they don't have any. Does he mention where this legend comes from? No. So, well, in oh, any reference researches. material that you can find, it's not mentioned. The sandbat's not mentioned. Um, the book, this this little book that's mentioned that the, this university has, they don't have um, they don't have any copies for you to to look through. You can find it in their card catalog, but your 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 library use wasn't good enough to find an actual well thing that they have. They have. I, I apologize, Mandrake. It's not the best. I could have probably told you a little bit about the the rainbow. Anyway, every oh, everything actually, that you, you can find, you already know, Dom. Far far more yeah. interested in the sand fat stuff. Um, well, we could about... go speak to a tribe. Well, I know. A... All right. I mean, that's that's a, that's probably what we should do. We should research and see the names of the tribes, where they are located, how if they've got any books like that. I, I uh, can help with that. I know a local one. I don't know whereabouts locally, well, but I would assume I know a local one. The issue that you're going to run into um, is the recently in, um, at this time in Australia, they are uh, all over the place, splitting people up. Oh, they're, um, yeah, they're being moved. Um, it's a mess. So, so Dom, you even if you find a reservation, there's no guarantee that be. people are from a given region there. Right. All right. <sighs> quite sad, actually, what happened to them, but that's the state it is at this point. So, in true library fashion, I'm going to do... I, I, I intend to spend a few hours here, at least. Um, what I'm looking for is... Books on the occult, books on cults, uh, books on uh, whatever, witchcraft and so forth. And what I'm really looking for is if the books are missing, but they're mentioned in the card catalog. Because I have a feeling that something is going on and I want to know which books have been taken out by the people who've taken them out that are dangerous, rare books. Okay, so what you find is this university doesn't have like a restricted collection like Miskatonic does. I thought. And all of their like occult books are are accounted for. So nothing unusual. All right, well then this has been a lost cause. I wonder if there's any professors at the university who no, might be No, there are no professors at the university. No? <laughs> no, I mean, there are professors that might be worth talking to. Domingo. Oh, he's, he's not. Are you here? Yeah, he went with you. 
Yes, I'm with you. That's the reason I'm with you because I. You know any folklore professors it. maybe that know something about the bat? Well, I'm. I must have our character. I must have spoken to at least one or two when I first arrived in Australia. So I assume your. If you're looking for Aboriginal folklore, um, at the University of Western Australia, your go-to person is Doctor E. M. Boyle. Okay. Yes. Let's... Uh, Dr. Boyle, he, he, he helped me when I first arrived, so. Let's see if we can get a, a talk to him, if he's here today. So you you can catch him, um, you can look at the class schedules, they're posted, um, and you can catch him after a lecture. Okay. So well, that's what I'd like to do, next okay. available moment. So, so in like an hour, um, students start exiting this lecture hall uh, and you can find him he's kind of at the at the bottom down the steps kind of uh, talking with a few students um professor boyle uh yes uh, uh hello uh i'm mandrick turtleton uh i just arrived from england uh a few days ago uh, this is my associate, Mr. Uh, Cabrera, Domingo. Oh Cabrera. yes, I, I, yes, Domingo. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. It's been a it's been a while. Right? Yes, that was uh, your your latest trip uh, into the outback. It was okay. It's getting a bit bare. They're they're moving them around a bit more. There, you you know what it's. Yes, out. the. It's very sad and. I'm trying to my best to help where I can, but well, I mean, they they kicked all those people to the desert, and then they decided that that desert was too nice, so they're kicking them off to even worse desert. Yeah, I know, Professor Boyle. Yeah. Um, I've I've traveled all this way. Uh, I'm doing a, a folklore research, the same as uh, uh, our friend here. Um, I recently ran across a book by uh, uh, Professor Anthony Cowles. Uh, you may be familiar oh, with Oh, yes, it. yes, the University of Sydney. Yes. Um, do you know anything more than what the book gives us on this um, cult of the sand bat? Well, the... See, and the students kind of like, they're very uh, interested in this conversation. Um, so, well, the, the cult of the sand bat... Uh, is a rather debated topic amongst us uh, folks who study uh, the Aborigine people and their and their folklore. Um, it's any material on the subject is rather esoteric. Uh, very little is known about them. Um, there have been various revivals of this small small cult. It's always been very small. Uh, never any serious portion of, of the native population. Um, mild fears, um, they were not pleasant neighbors. Uh, well, anybody that conducts human sacrifices, I can assure you is not a pleasant neighbor. <laughs> so you can confirm to, to that, that, that they, they in fact have human sacrifice. Yes, that is what, well, uh, they, they had human sacrifices when they were around. Uh, I like to keep, uh, you know, history in its place in the past such a such a group doesn't exist today well perhaps i mean that's also what they said about the thuggy cult in uh, in india um turns out it did have people existing that 
But uh, it's not really that important. So you would say they are violent if they are encountered. Yeah, if you were if you were to to encounter one, um, I I suppose they wouldn't be the most welcoming chaps. So, what is their? What's the impetus of the cult? Are they trying to? Are they waiting for the end of the world? Are they trying to summon um, their god? Well, no, no, no. They were doing no such no such thing. They were, I mean, part of the problem uh, you'll find, sir, of finding any modern day worshippers is, I mean, part of that belief is that their god was banished to the ocean, uh, ah. somewhere off in the in the Pacific, and that. By the rainbow serpent, in fact, uh, banished it, and it's been uh, sleeping uh, under the sea ever since. But they choose to worship that particular thing because they want to bring him back. No, 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 no. They, they, the, the worship of of the sand bat vanished. I see. If if that makes sense, it was not. There's no. There was. When it supposedly roamed the earth free uh, was when its cult flourished the most. But since its supposed banishment, uh, any worshippers it has kind of have dwindled uh, to utter disappearance, as far as I'm aware, uh, to use your terminology, if we're going to consider the possibility of a modern continuation of of this cult. Um, But if there was such a thing, I would imagine it's very small. Uh, no more than a handful of individuals at most. Um, On the other hand, <coughs> worship of the rainbow serpent. That's oh, well, that's that's very common. I mean, it is their, it is their, it is their life god. It is, uh, you know, it's, what gave life to to us all and the creator. Um, right. Yes, mo- most people know. About, most people know about that. Anyone studying. The basic folklore around these parts will know about them. So, well, that's not unusual for any folklore. You've got yes, Isis of Egypt. Uh, yes. the creator throws the bad guy into the ocean or the prison, or yes, banished um, or proposed devil banishment to, to future banishment. Yes, the the devil to hell, uh, cast off, and so forth. It's but, a very common, uh, very common thing in myth. Yes, and then when you get to the more obscure things like the the, the sand bat or whatever, yes, I that's mean, where you get further. Yes, unfortunately, uh, once again, there's very few. Uh, there's no classes here that touch on the subject. Um, we have a few of a. We have a textbook or two here that was written and published by Cowles himself. Um, yes. They must, if you couldn't find them in the library. Uh, they must be in the hands of students, uh, folklore it, students wanting to do extra reading. Um, is there any speculation as to where this cult originates or where it originally was? Well, if you're very serious about this this line of inquiry, as I assume you are, you came all the way here from England. I don't um, want to take a lot of your time. if. if... Well, I would. Uh, it's no no trouble at all. I mean, this is my field of study. I love I love to talk about this. I love to teach it. Uh, my only regret, sir, is that I my depth of knowledge. I'm not comfortable to. I would, I would be uncomfortable discussing this in depth with you because I am, well, I'm just don't have have the right knowledge. If you, I mean, if you 
happen to have a few days to, to spare uh, a quick trip over to Sydney. Um, then a few days there, I'm sure Professor Cowell's going to talk your ear off about the subject. Well, I, I was planning yes. on that, actually, yes. Um, here, let me... I'll write a letter of introduction for you. That should help. That would be amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, if you can't get a hold of him, because uh, I know he's done some traveling in the States this year, uh, oh. you might be able to meet his associate, uh, David Dodge, Professor David Dodge, over there, uh, if yes. Cowles is still absent. Or, I mean, if both of them together, they're both very, uh, the two of them together know the most about the subject and I think anybody else alive about the sand bed of yours. Um, Excellent. I, I certainly hope that I don't end up going there and finding out that he's in uh, <laughs> Massachusetts and I've come all this way. Oh, this, you're not from, uh, well, I can tell by your accent, you're from the States, but... Uh, yes, I, I, I was... Well, Miskatonic. Yes, he went to Miskatonic University. Yes, if you if you traveled all this way and missed him in, back in... Uh, in Arkham, is it? It'd be rather I ironic, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I've always, for two years I've been here, I've always wanted to meet the man, I just haven't found the time. So it's really Yes, well, uh, I didn't really plan out my itinerary very well. Um, also, uh, Dr. Boyle, I, I, I do have the, um, you know that I went to that crater, Wolf Creek, I have the notes for mm -hmm. you, but I, oh, that we were talking about last time I was here, I thought I would show you. Well, that would be splendid. Absolutely yeah. splendid. And we can catch up as well before me and my, compa my companion moves on. So, yes. Okay, so you you catch up, you kind of talk about yeah. you know, some I, things that you've, that you've taken. Um, we've been very helpful. Thank you very much. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't be... Uh, much of any further assistance, um, though perhaps I could show you uh, one thing. Uh, if you would accompany me to my office. Of course. Yes. Uh, and you know, if you're ever in the United States in, in Arkham, uh, I'd be glad to show you around the university. Oh, that'd be uh, much appreciated. I'd, I'd love to go back over to the States. Uh, but, you know, my hands have been tied here for so long. I don't even remember what a vacation would be like. <laughs> Um, yes. But so he 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 takes you back to his to his office, um, and he he shows you uh, he has a couple of of artifacts and things, and he shows you this um, this is this is their symbol of that old cult. Uh, you can see it looks like a circle with like two little wings coming off of it, like a bat, like a bat. It's very, very simple in design, very simplistic. Um, but this is, I mean, this is the best I can do. Uh, this is all I have. Well, that's good. No, if we if we run across the symbol, we'll we'll know what it is. Well, Mr. Turtleton, uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, and Dom, as always, uh, good luck on your <laughs> continued endeavors. Yes, I will. I will bring back as as I've been doing every time. I'll bring back some more notes and news on the people. If I, I am trying my best to help, but you know what it's like. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, I appreciate your efforts. I feel like I'm trapped here now. <laughs> yeah, the place has a 
Well, you may be from Spain, Cabrera, but you're a true Australian at heart. Yes, I guess I am. All right, so we leave, and as we're leaving, I, I turn to Dom and I say, I'm, I'm very sorry you had to see that. I don't normally lie, um, but uh, I've had my itinerary planned for months, and I followed it exactly. <sighs> I feel better if that's off my chest. You, you do not need to worry, my friend. And I put my grubby, dirty hands on your shoulder. Because <laughs> obviously he, because he's uh, outdoors. <laughs> mm. And he's like, don't you worry. No, I won't. Not at all. <laughs> then off in the library, I, George looks up from his, you know, the maps and stuff that he's looking at as he hears... An unearthly shriek. <laughs> oh, that would be far too. I'm fine. We should get a drink or a bite you, to eat, maybe. Did you find anything in Australia? You were looking at the maps. Um, yeah, so just library use for... Uh... Local geography, stuff like that. Yeah. Get a lay of the land. Ooh, okay. That's reasonably good. Um, okay, normal success. Okay, so focusing your efforts on Western Australia, um, there are several notable landmarks. Um, you know, plateaus, basins, um, rivers, uh, things uh, inland that you would be able to to recognize that would help uh, in future navigational efforts. Um, cool. So as far as any like nitty gritty detail about small scale things, uh, you don't haven't really dedicated enough time for that. But as far yeah. as and I I didn't get any specifics from the yeah. uh, other guys. So yeah, so large. I mean, so general geography of Western Australia that's known. I mean, a lot of it's not mapped. Um, mm -hmm. but what you what is there you could recognize uh, large scale geographic features cool and unless anybody's planning on any other excursions uh, we can have the five of you meet back up yes. in the evening after the uh, plane purchase being processed has been completed yeah, George. Well, uh, gents, we've uh, got the plane all sorted. Um, did all you get the supplies? Sorry? The suppl did you get all the supplies, everything on the list? Yeah, yeah, we followed everything on the list and uh, we've got all, there's plenty of room for all of us. Um, yeah. It, as it turned out, it was... Uh, it just ended up being a better option for us just to buy the plane. Um, oh. So well, it's ours let's hope now. It, let's hope it doesn't break down in the sky. Well, I assume that you know not only how to fly a plane, but how to prepare one. Uh, yes, yeah, and I've, I've got the basic skills of needing 
um, of uh, mechanics and stuff like that. So I can I can I can fix this or, or you know some minor situations. But you know if an engine blows up, then no, that's not something yeah. that I can fix on the. You have well, checked we, over the plane. Can, right? Yes, uh, you've we, checked it over. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah we did. The, yeah. the plane's in fully working. Like we wouldn't have purchased it if it wasn't. Yeah. We like kicked the tires. Yeah. Are you a hundred percent? Are you a hundred percent sure? Because yes, I am not I getting. I would, not have, I would not have purchased the plane if I didn't think it was up for what we were wanting to do. Because no, I also, don't worry, Dom. I, I, I can go over it too. Another pair yeah. of eyes never hurts. Exactly. I, That's I, why I, I stick to my that. Jeep. I'm not a, a fan of the sky. I hear probably that. look at your Jeep too. Maybe fix those uh, those back struts. Well, on our way back, fine. definitely keeping an eye out, making sure we're not being followed. Not going to let that happen again. Give me a spot hidden. Oh, four. Double. Yeah, up. no one's there. No one's following you. Um, how did uh, you gentlemen fare at the uh, university? We're going on a trip to Sydney, I guess, tomorrow. Is no much more than, than we already knew. So, yes. Um, well, uh, not necessarily tomorrow, but well, all the way on the other side of the country. Yes. <laughs> well, we, we, can, we, we can get there quicker now. We've got a plane. Right. I imagine still, it's still going to take a few hours. Like, what, a thousand yeah. miles? Yeah. yeah we, we need to wrap up anything that we need to do here. We were thinking maybe of speaking to some of the local Aborigine. Yes, uh, I know of a couple of locations where some were last seen, but I can't. They should all know the basic. They should all know the sign language, but my actual speaking to them might depend on where, which tribe they're from. Don't, don't. Most of them speak English now, or no? Was the the shipping company uh, from New York? Did they have any involvement with Australia at all? No, no, not that you're aware of. Yes, but the old, the older, the older members of the tribe, will, who will probably know more, most likely will refuse to speak. What English. What was our connection to Australia? You saw, I mean, so beyond. Anthony Cowles, uh, who was spoken to back in New York. Jackson Elias made a, was interested in the Sandbat cult, wondering if it was oh. connected to everything else. He never and we went saw to gem. Australia. We saw but you saw a gem in the temple of Nyarlathotep in Egypt on the wall. There was a big map of the world, and there was a gem in Kenya. There was a gem in Shanghai, and there was a gem in Western Australia. Keep in mind, we've also, we could look into this, uh, was it Arthur McWear guy? Right. Yeah. That was the name that Jackson has. Well, hopefully, if we actually get to Sydney, I yeah. can speak to Mr. Cowles directly and mm -hmm. see what he knows. Okay. Perhaps he yeah, can point right. us in the right direction, if not him, right. his assistant, David Dodge. Well, I definitely as you say, have we, to we can look at we can look at that. the Aboriginals and stuff like that. While we're doing that, I can charter a route for us to, to get to Sydney, no problem. Oh now um, um we did I... we did see a symbol associated with the sand bat. And I draw it for them. 
and show yes. it to them. Uh, so nobody. If, if you see this pattern, know that we're getting close. Yes, nobody. I have, a, I have one area that you should avoid, definitely, on flight plans. Uh, it's a place called Wolf Creek. It's on your map. Um, it's a very strange place. Any air traffic tends to go a bit uh, dodgy around there, almost malfunctions. Uh, some, something hit it many years ago. People say meteorites. Some people, some of the locals say a wolf's foot came down and left a crater there. But uh, it causes some anomalies with I've heard weirder yes. things. That's fine. We'll, uh, as you say, if it's on the map, I'll. Uh, I'll I can mark it for it. you. I, yeah, yeah. I recently have been. Uh, would so. that would that be in the region that I familiarized myself with? Well, I don't know if Morgan will know what Wolf Creek is. <laughs> no, I haven't read the the Terra's Australia's. Uh, is it? Is it, the, is it on the? Is it on the west side of the of the country? Uh, it's it's on the it's on the east side. It's kind of yeah, in the middle. So it's so it's not where you studied, and okay, it's not okay. going to interfere with your no. flight, the trip to right. Sydney. Well, I reckon it'll be about a twelve-hour flight. That's rather grueling. Mm. Well, you'll be fine. You're just sitting in the back. <laughs> Don't worry. We we can always take turns flying. No, we can't, actually, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, it was a joke, Mr. Nobody. I've seen too much death to joke anymore. Uh, but once a Cabrera fly the plane, nothing bad will ever happen. Yeah. I am the lucky one, happen. you see. <laughs> uh -huh. All right, so we want to go uh, talk to some local tribes tomorrow. And yes. then fly out the day after well, well planes a uh, planes a um, plane's a pretty heavy piece of equipment right yes it tends to be and it's now full of would you say would you say i could uh operate it like a heavy, <laughs> a heavy machine, machine. <laughs> no you need a pilot yeah well i've got one point in pilot <laughs> <laughs> How much luck whole, do you have left? <laughs> I, have a whole two points. I, I ain't a pilot, but I play one on TV. <laughs> Same basic principle. Um, so, so the next day, you can go um, Cabrera. You have a a rapport with the local tribesmen uh, of the area. I'm just going to need to have you make a um, a language use roll. Does it matter if it's spoken or the sign? Well, we're both the same score on my Either sheet, Either so one works. Perhaps you can play your diggery-doo here. Why, why don't you give it a blow, Mandrake? Why? <laughs> I, I don't know how to do this Goodness. thing. You, you, just, you just blow in it. You can do it. No. You, you'll get like the hang of it over time. Um, I got 58 out of 60, so that's a hey, success. So, the oldest 
members of the community. Um, they they know of the Sandbat um, as one of the enemies that were defeated by uh, the Rainbow Serpent. Um, there are stories of you know naughty children being abducted um, and being bitten by bats um, until they died. So you know, behave yourself type of things. Um, and so there are legends of you know tribes buried deep in the desert um, that had people killed. Um, basically, with uh, they describe these kind of little clubs that have bat teeth in them that they that they beat people with, and so the bodies end up being bloated and infected and covered with lots of little holes everywhere, but. Once again, this is all legend um, and anecdotes. They don't have any. There's no recent things that match any description like this. Um, uh, you know, it's all just you know wise any, tales. Any and... any specific part in because it's a big place out there. Yeah, it's a Western. I mean, it's definitely a Western Australia tribal. Um, so it, so it stretches. So it's mostly in Western Australia. Um, mm -hmm. More, there's more information from people that have come from uh, from Eastern Australia, um, over by where supposedly the uh, sand bat was cast into the sea. People from that region also kind of know of that legend. Um, okay. How the sand bat has been imprisoned under the ocean where he sleeps. Um, but that's that's it. They don't. Uh, they couldn't point you to anywhere specific where things are happening. Hmm. I'm sorry, Mandrake. Uh, I don't know how useful that will have been for you. So no, Mandrake, you can give me a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Thirty-five, not close. No, okay. Right. Yeah, that's so, all they have to. Uh, that's all they have to tell. Yeah, sorry, gentlemen. I just, just the basic legends and stuff. We'll, we'll have to just do the research by doing the research physically. Yeah, so it's useful. There could be truth based in the myth, so it's, it's all good stuff to know. As a, yes. as, as we said, um. Our group has very much learned the hard way that rushing into these sorts of things without doing the research winds up with bloodshed on yeah. both well, sides. Well, that's the um, thing. We could try to locate where the sand bat could have been banished to. That could... The sand bat's the not sand bat? <laughs> the sand bat's right behind you the whole time. <laughs> Speak of the sand bat and he shall appear. Dom's head just blows up in front of it. A red dot appears. Another Cabrera goes. Yeah. Uh, but it was quick and merciful this time, so he was the lucky Cabrera. No, uh, no I, I'm still alive. Um... Well, I think uh, 
that still sounds a little bit dodgy to me, as, as I said, is rushing into where we know there's potentially going to be some danger. I think best bit is uh, Mandrake said, uh, heading up to um, to Sydney and doing as much research we possibly can. Oh, yes, can yeah. There. But and if we then, could uh, locate the location, we don't have to go to the location, but we, at well, least the we know We know from the, the article that, uh, that we were given by... Um, from I believe it was from Jackson's writing, um, Port Headland, and this uh, this Arthur McQuarrie uh, gentleman was the the place where yeah is worth looking into. Yes, well, we have bits of inquiries, and I would like to speak to the professor in Sydney because he is a man that I have wanted to speak to ever since I got here, but I just haven't found the time. So that will be interesting if he is available. You guys are gonna fly over to Sydney. Yes, and the next day we'll get up and uh, head off to the to the airport and fly out. Okay. So his question is: We are at two hours, but then again, I had that time out of the middle. So if you yeah, want to play about for a bit, twenty minutes. Okay, so we can play for a bit longer. That's good. So. So arriving and then resting, uh, we'll move on to the fourth. This is June fourth. Um, it always worries me how much he's like how close I keep track of things. That's weird. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, of the uh, dates. I'm like this guy. <laughs> Something's well, happening on the. Does seven. it worry you? <laughs> one one can one can deduce from that that there is an event that is coming. Oh, 100 on a particular 100%. day. We know it coincides with yet. the moon. It's Most Dom's likely. death day. That's what it is. <laughs> when is the next full Actually, moon? Actually, you know what I was going to say? My character would probably have an almanac. And so the next take... new moon is on the 21st of June. Oh, we've, we've got a bit of time then. This isn't like Africa where we had like three days. <laughs> so, arriving in Sydney, among the papers that you're that you've been accumulating this entire time since your time in New York. Um, you were given an address, um, Professor Cowles, at first to, to given to Fox and Company. Um, you know, if you are going to Australia, uh, you Just might find me here. So you do have his address, which is within a walking distance of the University of Sydney. Well, that's perhaps a bit inappropriate. We'll go to the university first and see if he's in town. So with a Go quick, through the proper channels. So the university can inform you that um, he is still presently uh, in Arkham, Massachusetts. Mm. Uh, he's set to return in October. Um, I'd say, Dom, that I'm the unlucky one. The other... David Dodge, Professor? David Dodge is here. Uh, can we make an appointment to see him, please? Oh, most most certainly. Um, Today or tomorrow? Well, you could go. You could go check with him and, uh, himself. Uh, if that's all right. Oh, I, there shouldn't be a, any bother. Um, yes, thank you. And so you you go and you find the office of. I'm David Dodge. He's a bit of an older man. Um, 
before we bother him, is there, what do we want to ask him? Um, we're just going to get more information about the bat, uh, where the cult is located. Um, and um, anything about some Arthur McWhere and the and the Port Hedland. Um, going through the, the document that we had, um, there was uh, there were enormous black stones pitted and eroded, but clearly dressed and formed by something. Um, this was Jim part Carvings. Of... Yeah, this was a, a, all part of the thing. This was found in Port Hedland. All right, um, let's. By Arthur McQuir, so let's. We got some questions to ask him. Then all right, we'll see him. Um, Do we have any documentation uh, indicating that the next new moon or full moon is important at all? No, well, it has been a, every other time it's been a full moon. We've had cults trying to do stuff on. It's it's very likely that you know cults or even religions put great significance on full moon, new moon. Uh, uh, agreed. I, I just don't want to assume and then line up for a specific date and we'd be wrong. Oh, no, what I'm saying is every time there's been a full moon, we know there's been significant events that have happened in every single place we've been. Right, we okay. should check um, them all. <laughs> yeah. the, one, the one thing I do want to do while we're in Sydney is pick up a newspaper and see if there's anything about uh, Hypatia Masters returning to oh, We can do that. Um, so, the world has been a buzz about the return of Hypatia Masters. Yeah. Um, when did this happen? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I was I'm traveling sure. at the time. I, you didn't tell me this part. And yeah. she... That ain't um, Hypatia. She's been in no rush um, to get home to the States. Uh, being bottled up in Africa, she's kind of developed a bit of a wanderlust. Um, and so she is at her current kind of tabloids put her whereabouts in the vicinity of Shanghai. That's not uh, unsurprising. Um, is that where the sighting was of Jack? Yeah, Brady. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, I do speak a little Mandarin and even less Cantonese, but I'm working on it. I've been studying. Well, that's good. You've got more time to study that before we get to... We've got to sort with the Australian stuff. Do you speak in any Aussie? I might. All right, that's perfect. Good day. G'day. All right. Good day. Oh, bloody quick. It's a dingo with a baby, eh? It's a Bonnie Copper, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, Vegemite? Yeah, that's that's uh, Vegemite. Yeah, it's Australian. Uh, all right. So we've got Hypatia's, as you say, she's off to Shanghai. We know she's not Hypatia, but at least because it's such a, a big deal that she's returned, we can keep probably pretty good tabs on her. And it's one um, of the three places that you've listed on the, that you saw in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'd be, let's, I'd be let's, willing to bet that uh, whatever big thing is planned is going to happen in China. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I think you're right, George, because that was the last place that there was the the gem. 
that we haven't been, I mean. Um, so, uh, how, how's uh, building that nuclear bomb going, Henry? Is that coming along okay? The, 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 the witch, though. <laughs> We've contacted the people in Afghanistan trying to get some uh, plutonium, did you call plutonium, it? Plutonium, yeah. It's hard to come by. Um, all right, so let's go, I guess, have this meeting with... Um, yes, Professor David Dodge. Dodge. Yes. So you, you find him in his, in his office, which uh, Turtleton, to your dismay, is rather uh, unorganized. Unorganized <laughs> is a very polite way of, of calling it. Um, well, if I, it's not too obtrusive. If I'm, as I'm speaking to them, I'll simply move this here. This over here. And then get out my measuring tape. Professor, Professor Dodge, nice to meet you. Uh, yes, can I, can I help you, gentlemen? Uh, I am uh, Professor Domingo Cabrera, and this is uh, Mandrake Turtleton. And who else is in the room with us right now? All of us. Uh, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd be is, around. This is uh, George, uh, Charles, Henry Slayton, and Captain McCormick. Oh, well, uh, what can I do for you all? Uh, well, we traveled here for um, doing some research. Very interested in Professor Cowell's uh, book on the sand bat. Ah, and... yes. Uh... Oh, I'm sure if you've come this way, uh, you've been informed that he's currently in the States. It is actually right where I came from. Oh, I can't really? believe it, yes. Ridiculous. Uh, but I was told that you're his assistant and you know a great deal as well. We were yes. hoping, we, we'd heard something about, what was it you said to Captain McCormick? Something about some old ruins with markings on them? Captain? Oh, oh yes. Uh, uh, the, this article we have, uh, not article, this writing uh, came from uh, an associate of ours um, and it was talking about um, a set of four overexposed glass slides each. Yes, of, yes. Cowell uh, yeah. should have those with him. Uh, he uses it in his lectures. Uh, right. That's not really sure how it uh, connects to the sand bed. That's going to be a, that's a separate myth cycle. Uh, oh, perhaps he's currently doing research into perhaps there's a connection there. We're we're not quite uh, quite entirely sure. Uh, but that that was seen in Port Headland, correct? No, no, <laughs> no. You go into Port Headland, you wouldn't find anything like like that. Uh, no, that was that was found by a an Arthur McWhir. Uh, who took those photographs uh, and came into our possession uh, after the fact. Oh, well, perhaps that's not... We were more interested in the sand bat. And this Arthur, mm. Arthur McWhir uh, is... Um, so you said he was the one that brought you these images? No, a friend of his did. Uh, uh, right. McWhir has passed on. Uh, oh, and what was his friend's name? Uh, Robert McKenzie. And where's he name? based? Uh, well, uh, Port Hedland. Uh, 
This is what happens when you travel and you don't get information uh, on a regular basis. Do you know by any chance where McWood did take the photos? Uh, well, we have uh, some things of his. Uh, Professor Cowell uh, left left with me. Uh, they're at his residence. Uh, I'd have to go get them. If you gentlemen don't uh, mind a bit of a wait. Of course not. We're, we're not in any hurry. That would be very interesting. Okay. Um, would you like us to accompany you if that would be easier? Well, I mean, I, I don't see the harm in that. Uh, and he's looking over. Uh, I mean, if uh, if Boyle uh, over there in Perth vouches uh, for you and he kind of gestures to the letter of introduction, then uh, I have no problem with your friends of mine. Um, so he, it's, it's, as I've said before, the address uh, that Cowles had given right. long ago, it's within walking distance of the university. Um, and we chit chat and we try to make him feel at ease and we try to, you know. And he, he's very friendly. Um, they could drop his guard so that I can not. So he so he brings you back to um, Cal's residence, um, and kind of has you uh, seats you at a uh, at a table uh, in the dining room, and he goes to a study and he brings back this little this little booklet, um, like four inches by six inches, um, and he says this uh, along with the slides. Uh, this is what we have. Um, there's, uh, it's from this that we're trying to kind of draw a connection between uh, the slides and this, this sand bat. Mm. And this, uh, oh, see, no, I, don't, I had this pulled up and now it's no longer giving me I'm not uh, particularly familiar with the slides. Could you give me a brief description of what, uh, what they show? Oh, they're... Uh... I, I understand they're overexposed, but... There are a series of, of ruins um, found out in the desert. Um, very, very strange. Um, whoever, a unique, a unique culture must have uh, been responsible. Uh, the age is interesting of it here. Are there uh, petroglyphs carved into them or? Uh, it's it's really hard to say. That's or or is it the the construction that marks it as uh, decidedly man-made? In um, in Jackson's writings, he said there was dim carvings seemed to decorate some of the billows of sand and everywhere. yeah. So 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 the carvings and the just the sheer scale of the construction. Um, hmm. What what kind of what kind of scale are we talking about? Uh. Well, let's uh, to put it lightly, we're impressed that uh, any uh, primitive culture was able to move such large blocks of stone. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Stonehenge was uh, yeah, is so a constructed we're, we're talking, thing. We're talking colossal, colossal blocks, um, talking larger than any of the stones used in Incan construction. 
in South America uh, and at a date much, much older mm. than really that, that sounds like an interesting through. archaeological quite, find all by itself yes quite so have Gee. have the, have have you been planning an expedition well i would hate to go on such an expedition without cowl when did um, when did uh McQueer pass and when did he find these images when oh these uh 1919, 1920. So it's been a few years then since this discovery. And it's yes, not been well, since the discovery, of course, uh, we didn't have these this entire time. Um, uh, right, this right. is part of uh, this is kind of what spurred this most recent lecture circuit. Right, to get funding. Are you uh, expecting Cowell back anytime uh, soon? 19, sorry, 1921. And yes, Cowell will be back in October. Oh, October. But here, uh, and he shows you the journal. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> March 7th, Jack uh, Kubrick says that Aboriginals are following as the most unusual, if true. They have every reason to fear guns and a bushranger prediction for using them. In if you passed, I've always known them to head the other way as soon as they see white men. That was My... predilection. Pre uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I did not see that. Yes. There we go. March 21st, we are about equal distant from Joanna. Joanna? Spring? Yeah, Joanna. And, se and separation what? Well, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a place, yeah. separation well. Yes. East of an airfield line of dry lakes. Uh, the heat is terrible. Our hopes are low. There's nothing here, certainly not quartz reefs. Today we sighted several enormous birds flying lazily far above us. How did they get here? And where can they be going? March 22nd. At noon today, we found Jack partly buried in a gully. His body was scoured and covered with hundreds of small punctures as though someone had sandblasted him. We buried him, of course. I shall miss his counsel. March 23rd, 20 degrees, 14 south by 125 east, great sandy desert. Have discovered what appears to be remnants of an ancient city rising from the shifting sands. I believe I have secured several good photographs of this amazing find, though the, the heat has ruined all but six of my photographs, photographic plates. By the pitting of the stone, the blocks and pillars appear to be more than 10,000 years old. Incredible. March 24th, four camels killed in the attack last night. I saw at least two men and more must have been skulking out there. I'm sure I hit one. That ends this trip. We'll have to head back to uh, Kunkuchiri and report this incident. 
more than men were out there last night. I saw shapes much bigger than men during this attack. My evidence is the body of old Sam the camel, punctured and scraped, is the best way I can describe the remains, just like Paul Jack. Since the attack lasted only a couple of minutes, it's hard for me to believe that anything human could have done so much damage so quickly. But then what was it? Yes, indeed, what, what was it? May 15th. I've told Robert McKenzie about the city. Together we aim to return and undertake a full survey. When he saw the photographic plates, he was flabbergasted, now as keen as mustard to work with me to realise the discovery. How strange. It sounds like insect bites. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like the club with the yes. bat's teeth. Punctures and slashes. Yes, it does. That's so to me that's uh that's that's well, I'm, look I'm not a I'm not a scholar in any shape or form, but to me that sounds like enough connection with that sandback cult of yours with these uh these uh these plate the ruins that uh mcguire found so there may be a connection yes between the ruins and the growing the, the ruins are generally considered part of a, of a separate myth cycle of a city of the gods um that has been buried beneath the desert um after they were struck down by a great wind um sorry uh say that last piece bit again uh, the city built by the gods, they were struck down by a great wind um, that destroyed them all. Do, do any of the stories extrapolate on what this great wind was that struck it down? Uh, Wings of the sand bat, perhaps? Perhaps, yes. perhaps. Um, was it a, a black wind by any chance? Well, I, I, no, that's Africa. I've no, not heard I'm of any such uh, <laughs> description uh, to it. Um, but it's very interesting. Uh, I mean, as part of our studies into the obscure um, folklore of, mm. of Australia, that's just kind of come to our attention. And if we can link the two, if you see, uh, then that'd be a great uh, leap in this field, or if determined that they are, in fact, entirely unconnected. Would you be opposed uh, to us possibly going and, and looking into this and... Uh... Obviously, cool. giving all notes to the, of anything we find um, to you and and um, Professor Cowles. Well, uh, my only request would be to uh, go involve Mr. Uh, Robert McKenzie in this. I'm sure he'd be oh, quite yes. interested uh, in following the footsteps of his friends, and I would love to come with you. Really? We yeah, we probably have the room uh, for for both of you on the on the plane. Um, so. I mean, look at how do you, how do the rest of you feel about having uh, Dodge and uh, um, what was his name again? Sorry, Robert McKenzie. Robert McKenzie. Uh, so that would, that brings our total to seven in the plane. Can it accommodate the weight? I think that we should discuss it, but possibly yes. Yes, I, I think this so. uh, this this group that we. Uh, that we just read the journal about. They went out with how many people? 
Uh, well, they were they're miners. You must understand that Robert McKenzie's a mining engineer. Um, oh. So Arthnick were is not a, was not an anthropologist or an academic man at all. He was just out there looking for right for quartz to mine, and he stumbled across this great so discovery. The, so the it journal was, and the slides small, were discovered. The, party. the journal and and all these slides they were just found. No, no, no. He brought them back. Uh, and then passed away. Yes, but he passed. Yeah. Mining how engineer. Pa how did he pass away? Uh, I'm not sure of the details. Uh, but uh, Mackenzie didn't. Right, Mackenzie might. Much. Yeah, he might. One minute he was alive, and the next minute he was not so alive. Not yes, I think that's how it works for everyone. Uh, well, eventually. You've been very helpful. Uh, we'll contact you. Uh. Uh, tonight or tomorrow, tell you what our plans are. Oh, certainly. Well, it's been a pleasure meeting you all. Indeed. Uh, I wish you yeah, best you. of luck on all your endeavors. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. George, mining engineer, you might get that dynamite after all. Yeah, we might be able to get some off. If the only. I don't, I don't relish the... He's in Port Headland. Port Headland. Yeah. yeah. I don't relish the idea of uh, destroying 10,000-year-old ruins, though. Well, the other thing that I... Look, I'm, it may be me being uh, over-cautious and things, but it seems strange to me that this guy found this, this structure out in the desert, finds all these bodies killed in what sounds like the method that this cult used came back and he's just passed away conveniently um i think there could be some uh you know stuff going on there so let's get some sleep tonight and then decide what we're going to do when we get up yep. in the morning okay so your deliberations on the additions to the party and we'll wait until next week yeah our players included zane fleming brian daly Stuart lively josh harwood and myself with Morgan Llewellyn as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game master. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs of all the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. We have a new patron. Leslie Schaefer has pledged $5 a month. Thank you so much, Leslie. If you would also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might this is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another journey into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game.